The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Angels, all things paranormal. This is Angel Talk. Hello, my darlings, and welcome to this episode of Angel Talk. I'm Rachel Corpus, angel communicator and psychic medium. This is episode 98. That's right. We're almost at episode 100, and I can't believe it. Thank you so much for tuning in and supporting me all this way. Can you believe it? We're at episode 98. Wow. Thank you so much for following all of this journey with me. We got to celebrate somehow, don't we? Well, the neighbors are already revving their engines. Gosh, oh, to be an Iowan and to live with neighbors who like to rev their engines come supper time. feel like I'm on like Dukes of Hazard or something. Well, you go, neighbor. I don't know if you guys can hear that or not, but it's like very vroom, vroom, vroom. Go, episode 98. Vroom, vroom. There he goes. There he goes. Yeah. My penis is bigger. No, my penis is bigger. Oh, we stopped. Okay. Well, now we can be spiritual. All right. Well, today's episode, we are answering a listener's question. This question is, what are chakras? How do they get blocked? How do blocked chakras affect quantum travel? Let me start by saying, my lovely friends, if any of those words caught you saying, what does that mean? Don't worry, stay tuned. The angels and I will explain it all. So we are going to be working with our non-human helpers today, our angels. And let's remember that angels aren't necessarily religious. They are our non-human helpers that are from the ethereal quantum realm. What's the quantum realm? It's the place that's not Earth. That's right. There is all of this infinite space that is not this space that we walk on made of dirt and concrete and magma. I guess we don't walk on magma. That would be ouchy. But all of this space that we have maybe have thought for so long that this is the end all be all. This is Earth. This is all it is. We are just here for an experience. We're here for, let's say, an internship. We're here to learn. So if that is true, what else is out there? Oh, infinite space, the quantum. That's where the angels are from. That's where you are from. 
So what would happen then if we shut our eyes, opened our hearts, opened our consciousness, connected to every other being here, including you, me, the trees, our kitty cats, God, the angels, and we just opened up the possibility to connect in love and peace to everyone else's wisdom, what could we learn? Well, basically, that's what we're going to do today to answer this question about the chakras. We like to go into the quantum because there is absolute love there and absolute wisdom. We can look back, sideways, forward. Everything is there that is for our highest good. And if you go back a few episodes, I talk about how to go into the quantum. I'm going to you know, tinker with that a little bit today. Basically, what the angels have been teaching us is to put a sleep mask on, darken the room, put a sleep mask on so it's super duper dark. And then behind your eyelids, you are in the quantum. Whoa. So we're saying that the quantum has quantum realm has been here with us the whole time. We've been in this VR, this virtual reality the whole time. So yes, the quantum realm is with us all the time. And when you close your eyes, the sleep mask helps because it puts a little bit of weight on your eyelids, gets rid of all the extra light. And then your job is just to look behind your eyelids as if you are trying to adjust your eyes to a room where the power has just gone out. Let your optic nerves adjust. This doesn't have to feel spiritual. That's not your job right now. You're just looking around. The angels will call this the waiting room or the airport because in this space, you have everyone and everything there. The possibilities are literally endless. Sometimes when you go into the quantum, you'll see nothing. That could be because you're thinking too much. And when you think, you stop looking, you stop observing. You also could be there at a time where it's not so busy. Or you could be there during rush hour traffic and you could see a whole lot. What could you see in the quantum? You could see a light show. You could see stars. You could see faces. You could start moving in the quantum, which I call tunneling. The quantum could move toward you. When you're comfortable in the quantum, you will even start to see other places in three-dimensional form. You will go to other places in the quantum, other planets, places that you'll recognize, places you won't. You will hear voices of your guides, of God, outside of your body. This will be different than your usual meditations and prayer. This is all safe. It is of the light. This is quantum travel. Those of you who have done experiences like uh, deprivation tanks where you float on salt water, I'm blanking on what those are called, that's a great way to tap into the quantum. And I know that those are becoming really, really popular. Angels, can you give me the full sensory deprivation tank? Thank you, Archangel Gabriel. Sensory deprivation tank. You might look for those in your area. 
if you are claustrophobic, so I hear they're not as small as what they seem to be. So you've got lots of space in there and you can get out easily if you need to. I'm going to be trying this experience soon. I cannot wait because I know that I'll be able to get into the quantum easily and have a great experience. And I love to hear the voice of my guides and God outside of my outside of my mind. I hear from them easily within. I love to hear them outside and I love to see things like new earth. I love to set the intention that I want to see my grandparents' house and walk around and smell what it used to smell like, even though I think I remember, I love to go there. So that is the quantum. To the best of my ability, that's how I can explain the quantum today. Now, chakras. A chakra is an energy center. When we're healthy, the chakras work in unison to create our chi or our life force energy. Our body, our mind, and our spirit is in good shape when our chakras are balanced. We have seven chakras. There is more, but we have seven basic or main chakras. And those chakras have their own symbol, color, and meaning. Chakra is also Sanskrit for the word wheel, and that can refer to the spinning or spherical energy center that makes up the chakra. So when you think of the energy centers that are in your body, each one of them spins. That energy is also known as prana. You may have heard that word coming up in other practices like yoga or meditation. You might have heard of Breath control referred to as pranayama. So we always have these beautiful connectors in spirituality. Once you kind of get into the game, you hear these buzzwords. But our goal, the angels say, is to get rid of the buzzwords and make it approachable to everyone. This is why it's a good question that comes from our listener. What are chakras? We want to get rid of the mystery Um We don't want people, the angels are saying, we don't want people to feel like this is an exclusive club. We want everybody to understand what this stuff is. So you can call it whatever you want. You can call it energy centers. You could call it energy buttons. You could call it energy wheels. You're correct in whatever you call it. The chakra concept came from India between 1500 and 500 BC, give or take. The Vedas would be... I think before that, be the most ancient spiritual text in human history. Each chakra was was recorded in that first ancient text, if my memory serves me right. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. There are lots of chakras. There are seven recorded in the actual body. So we have chakras that go below the body. 
and up above. They start from the end of the spinal cord and go all the way up to the top of your head. Each chakra has its job, and when they work together, they function to keep you in balance and in sync with your life force energy. When one's out of whack, the whole machine of you gets out of whack. So you want to try to keep your chakras in balance. All right, here are the seven chakras. I think what I'll do is I'll go through my own body and I will describe them. Let's start from the bottom and work our way up. If you want to follow along with me, I would invite you to sit on the floor or on your bed, crisscross applesauce. Put your weight on your little tushy, okay? Balance your weight between your tushy and your bushy. Here we go. We're gonna start with the root chakra. The color of this chakra is red. It's located at the bottom of the tailbone. Perineum for men, cervical area for women. We call this the root chakra because it gives us support. So you can imagine that you are rooted like a tree and your tree roots go into the earth. Could you just imagine that for a second? Your roots go from your cervix if you're a woman, perineum if you're a man, and that energy, those energy roots go into the earth. This chakra's role is to connect you to the earth. This grounds you. This root chakra is significant to your survival, including breathing, sleeping, your security, eating. When your root chakra, your first chakra is balanced, you are at peace. You'll feel safe in the knowledge that your primary, primal needs are met. When you want to heal, you start here. This is your foundation. Why red? Don't know. But perhaps red for blood, this is energy, life force energy. We start here. Sanskrit word here, muladhara, translates to root, support. Breathe into those roots. Breathe in to your cervix, into your perineum now. Push air into your roots. Be grounded. Moving up a bit is your sacral chakra. This is in your pelvic region, a couple of inches below your belly button. So go ahead and find your belly button and move your fingers just two inches down. This is where your sacral chakra is located. And the color of this wheel, this circle, or you could think of these as flowers, they all have their own sacred geometry. So you might Go online and find pictures of these beautiful chakras and find what they look like as far as their sacred geometry, their drawings. This is orange. This is known as the sacral chakra, the place of the self. 
This is all about your creative identity as you, as human. This is our creative place. This chakra helps you enjoy your life here in this incarnation. It's the energy that motivates you to enjoy your life after you have worked hard, indulging in pleasure such as art, food, sex, the goodness of this incarnation. We move up now to the solar plexus chakra. This is in your stomach around two to three inches above the belly button. So we were just two inches below. Now we'll go two inches above. Or if it feels comfortable, you can go three inches above. This Manipura is yellow. Solar plexus chakra is yellow. Many call this the warrior chakra. This is by far the most powerful supporting chakra for bravery, for setting boundaries. This chakra is where your self-confidence and power sit. And they sit together, woven together in harmony. What is in harmony when it's in balance? Your self-confidence and personal power. For instance, you can most probably physically feel its raging energy when you feel angry. You can feel it when you need to defend yourself or steal yourself. For better or worse, it's your fight and flight response right here, right in this chakra. When this is balanced, high self-esteem and self-worth are bonus byproducts. And that, again, is yellow. We go up to the heart chakra, and that color is green. It is in the chest, in and around the heart space. The Sanskrit term for the heart chakra translates to the state of being unhurt. Because of this, when you're experiencing feelings of love, compassion, and kindness, it's this energy center you're connecting to. In spite of all its translations, this chakra is fundamentally just about love, just about love. Love is the most healing frequency of all. So you'll hear me talk about love a lot in this podcast and in my life because I'm fully committed to the magic, the miracle, the healing frequency of love. And so when your heart chakra is balanced, you become a warrior of love. You are easily able to feel love and empathy for yourself and others, and you become a major wizard of love. So this is the heart chakra. It is located in the chest, and it is green. Now we move to the throat chakra. The color is sky blue, and it's right in the middle of your throat. Carrying the meaning of the words very pure, This chakra helps you to quite literally speak up. When this is balanced, you'll do so in a smooth, authentic, confident way. You'll notice when your throat chakra is out of balance, you'll often (coughs) clear your throat. (coughs) People who often have their throat chakra out of balance utilize vocalized pauses. Um, um, um. Keep the throat chakra balanced because it is the official seat of your self-expression. 
Throat chakra also gives voice to your personal preferences, beliefs, and values. I'm wondering, as I channel this for you, friends, I'm wondering how I'm thinking, you know, I record in my closet. <laughs> so high tech, right? I'm looking up at my wardrobe and I'm thinking how my style has changed in the last year. I love to expose my chest, not my boobuses, but I, I do like to show my chest and my throat. And even a couple of years ago, I like to wear more of a Victorian collar, buttoned it right up and covered everything up. I was prim and proper. And I am noticing that as I have come into my gifts, ooh, I really show some skin. I'm just reflecting on how healthy I keep my heart and throat chakra on purpose. I'm always clearing it, singing. And huh, that's just a reflection. I'm wondering how our clothing can reflect the health or energy blocks or lack of. How we dress, how that affects it. It's food for thought, isn't it? So throat chakra gives a voice to your personal preferences, beliefs, and values. When balanced, you openly and lovingly speak the truth. Moreover, you express yourself in whichever way feels most in alignment at any, any given time. In other words, there's nothing that enlightens and inspires those around you like an open throat chakra. Ah, the third eye chakra is next, and the color is indigo. It's between the eyebrows, extending to your brain's pineal gland. The infamous third eye chakra roughly translates as beyond wisdom. Mystic energy center opens up to expanded states of consciousness. When you close your eyes to go into the quantum, you begin to see not only with your optic nerves, when the angels say, look as if you're looking in a room where the power went out, you will begin to see with your third eye. I will tell you that as you get used to seeing in another dimension, there will come a time where you can take that sleep mask off and you're saying, seeing the same thing behind your eyelids and in your bedroom. You go back a few podcasts and listen to the experience I had where I was moved into a portal and I saw a galaxy. I was able to see it in my room. It wasn't behind my eyelids anymore. That's third eye activity. My third eye chakra was nice and open. Had it not been, I would not be able to go into the quantum. So mystic energy center, opening up to expanded states of consciousness. This goes way beyond the five senses in the material world that we live in. Extrasensory perception, intuition, and psychic abilities are all born from this third eye. This is because the brain's small but powerful pine cone-shaped pineal gland goes by goes behind, so we go in the brain, right between the eyebrows, back about four inches and down a bit. That's the pineal gland. But this third eye is between the eyebrows. 
But if you want to go to the pineal gland, you've got to go in the brain a bit. They are connected. Long before brain imaging, ancient cultures knew about the third eye's presence. And they believed it was our connection to God. When your third eye is balanced, you'll feel in tune with the physical and spiritual world. This is also how you can connect with your ego and your soul. When your third eye is not balanced, when it's all clogged up, you're purely ego. When you have no body, when you're dead, you're all third eye, you're all soul. When you're in an incarnation and you can activate both, whoa, you're connected. So that is indigo. Look at all of the etchings, all of the statues. Go into the pharaohs, the Egyptians. Look at all of the third eyes that are inscribed or in all the tombs. You'll see all of it there. Crown chakra, violet and white. The very top of your head resting on your crown. In tantric yoga, this chakra translates to a thousand petals. And this refers to pure consciousness, connecting to the universe. And when it comes to the concept of the crown chakra, this is, I don't want to say it's the most important because I don't know this. I don't know that to be true, but personally, I feel that it is because it's our connector to everyone else. This is our connector to consciousness. So when we have the translation to a thousand petals, I love that symbology because I can imagine a petal being one person and another petal being another person, we have this connection to everyone right at the top of us. We're all connected. So the crown chakra connects our consciousness to every human, animal, plant, every microbe, every thought, every star, every, every life force, every chi. And it tells us that your chakra and my chakra exist beyond time and space. Your chakra and my chakra have been here before us, will be here after us. We've always been here. Mind-blowing. It's your connection to God, whatever that means to you. Achieving a balanced crown is the goal of spiritual practice. When you have a balanced crown chakra, your world opens up. You have instant manifestation. You have a direct line to God. When it's truly balanced, that is enlightenment. You discover who you are. What will it feel like? You won't suffer. It is nirvana. You have everything you need. You want for nothing. You'll know it when you have it. If you just said, I wonder if I have had that. You haven't, darling, if you've asked. Chakras get blocked because we give too much time and space and energy to this earth place. We allow ourselves to buy into the idea that our lives, this earth, has too much power or control 
and that love is not the answer. We know that this life is important. We chose it. We know that the density here is important. We know it. We created it. We have forgotten that we are the creators. We have forgotten that love wins. We cannot receive the love wins message as too precious. We have to listen to the love wins message as the warriors that we are and begin to act, not with blood, but as consciousness. With every thought and action, we choose love. With every bit of eye contact, every stroke of the pen, every thought, every movement, choose love. And when we commit to that, we become an enlightened people. So for you personally, begin to unblock your chakras one thought at a time, one action at a time. Know that failure is not really failure. You deserve trial and error, and forgiveness is unblocking your chakras. Laughing and saying, whoop, that was funny, I'll try again, that will unblock your chakras. You are not responsible for other people, so don't be. You can make hard choices. Don't put things in your body that are going to clog your chakras. Processed foods are going to block your lower chakras. Just because chakras are made of energy doesn't mean that they can't be funked up by your physical choices. If you eat McDonald's and Cheetos every day, your creative centers are going to be clogged up because if your physical body is not in good health, your spirit body is not in good health. If you're dating someone who is mean to you, your chakras will not be in good health. Even though you're not responsible for that person's behavior, that person is changing your atmosphere. And you are responsible for your response. And you can make choices to make your life better. So, the angel's question is, how can you create your best life here now? It really is worth going into meditation, going into the quantum as we talked about in the beginning of the episode, and asking yourself, why did I come into this incarnation? Why did I choose the elements of this life without judgment? And whatever you've gone through, figure out what you learned from it. If you're stuck on, it just sucked and I didn't learn anything from it. You're going to have to keep repeating it. The same type of experience until you learn from something from it. I'm not saying that there's a God that did that to you so you would learn. I am saying boldly and with love, you as a wise spirit chose those experiences in this incarnation 
so you could grow as part of the consciousness. And you have this body and this spirit body compiled of these chakras. And as you figure out what you've learned and what you've experienced, as you process it, keep your chakras clear, clean, unblocked. So you can move and evolve through this lifetime and move toward enlightenment. That's the point. We're moving toward enlightenment. When you get stuck in hate and judgment, you're not moving toward enlightenment. Your chakras get blocked. You can't get into the quantum. You're not going to see what you want to see. You're stuck. We all get stuck sometimes because we do have ego. We are people. That happens. So I hope you don't hear me saying this coming from a place of I'm really good at it because I'm just like you. I'm just sharing what the angels are saying. I am definitely a work in progress. I hope you hear me sharing this from a place of I get it. I see you. I feel you. I'm encouraging you. I hope today you learned some things about chakras, how they get blocked, and how they affect our quantum travel. A lot of the information that I utilized today came from an article written by Judith Anode and Amy White, written on March 18th, 2022. Beautiful article. And you are encouraged by spirit to get online and get some visuals of chakras. I wanted to share that some other reasons our, blocks, our chakras can get blocked, work stress, financial turmoil, poor diet, sexual oppression, low self-esteem, suppressed anger, illness, grief, heartbreak, rejection, resentment, fear, anxiety, stubbornness or tunnel vision, denial. And then this article says, it is, of course, a chicken and egg scenario. Excuse me. Whenever, wherever the work stress comes first or whether the root chakra blockage comes first, it's all a mystery. So we don't know what comes first. Is it the stress or the thing that caused the stress? Sometimes we just can't pull it apart. But what you can do because you are working toward enlightenment and you've committed to the spiritual journey, you can go ahead and you can clear that chakra and you can become aware of the thing that's causing you the blockage and you can start to create out of it, create something better for yourself. I know we can. This is a great life, isn't it? Oh my gosh, it's a great life. Hmm. I cannot believe that we're heading toward my 100th episode. I am looking for people who would like to have a reading uh, as part of the show. And I've heard from a couple people already. So if you would like to have a reading on air, send me an email. You can just go to my website, rachelcorpus.com, and you can go to my contact page to get a hold of me, or you can send me a direct email to theangelcounselor at gmail.com. And I'd love to hear from you. Just go to my website, rachelcorpus.com, or find me on social media, Facebook or Instagram, at rachelcorpusangelcommunicator or Angel Talk with Rachel. I hope you have the most beautiful week and the most beautiful Easter. And remember, if you haven't heard it recently, it is true. 
You are loved, and I love you. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Angel Talk with Rachel Corpus. To learn more or to contact Rachel, visit rachelcorpus.com. I'm Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.